Bell bows down. Nebo stoops. Bell is another spelling for bail. B-A-A-L. Bail or bell was actually the supreme deity of idolatry for Babylon. They considered Baal to be the counterpart of what we know that God the Father is. Nebo was supposedly Baal's son. Baal, you've heard me talk so much about Jezebel, the compound name of that historical figure, the woman who married Ahab and uh, took over the throne, at least for a while, in Israel, the northern part of the divided kingdom at that point. Jezebel and Ahab's daughter, Athaliah, married the king of Judah and took over very much the throne and the governing of the southern kingdom of Judah. So idolatry had come into Israel at that point, both Israel and Judah, but they were defeated by the combined ministries of the prophet, the priest, and the king. The prophet, of course, started with Elijah. He was the one with the commission of God to destroy Jezebel. At the end of his life, he passed that assignment on to Elisha. The king that Elisha anointed, Jehu, they're the ones that destroyed Jezebel in Israel. In the southern kingdom, in Judah, boy, I tell you, the Spirit of God is getting on me. I'm slowing down. You just hang tight. Hang tight. Listen to every word. The priest, Jehoiadim, is the one that God used to destroy Athaliah, the prophet, the priest, and the king. Now, what's interesting about that is that as we study the Old Testament scriptures, we find that the main anointings that were placed in the earth during the Old Covenant for the leading of the people were the prophet, the priest, and the king. They were all types and shadows. They not only worked in a very practical way, and of course there was judges, but I don't want to get into that at, the, at this moment, but that they all were types and shadows of the Lord Jesus who was coming. The New Testament tells us that Jesus was that prophet that was prophesied in the Old Covenant, particularly Moses, the one who prophesied. He also was a priest, and he's called the high priest. He also is the king and the soon coming king. So what I'm telling you is that the anointings, the combined anointings of the prophet, the priest, and the king in the Old Testament that destroyed Jezebel and her idolatry among God's people are fulfilled 
in Jesus and in what we call the Christ anointing. He is the Christ. It wasn't, you know, Jesus Christ. That's not his last name. He was Jesus of Nazareth. But Christ is the title, meaning the anointed one or the one who carries the anointing. He gave that anointing to us, to the body of Christ. We operate in the Christ anointing for the destruction of all things, including that spirit of Jezebel. When the historical figure of Jezebel died and perished, was thrown from the balcony, run over by the horses and the chariots, and eaten by the dogs, and then through Jehoiada, Athaliah, who was run through with the sword, that that spirit of Jezebel continued, and even Jesus himself is talking about this, and we find that as it's revealed to John in the Revelation. My tongue is so thick I can hardly talk. I don't say these things to impress. I say them to carry you with me. That's all. That anointing is in us. And as I said, in the revelation to the seven churches, Jesus is telling John, as he writes to them, to the church at Thyatira, to tell them that he has something against them because they entertain and accommodate that woman Jezebel. Now, why did he use Jezebel? That wasn't the name of anybody that was in any church in Thyatira or, or a prophetic glimpse into the future. It was because there was a woman there who was operating under the same spirit of Jezebel. So my only point is that it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual entity, a wicked spirit. And if it was against the church of Thyatira, then we have to watch for it even today. It's in the earth today. It's come against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in many forms and fashion over the years. It comes against individuals. Uh, you probably have heard teaching on it before. The Spirit of God's maybe enlightened you. You may know somebody, either male or female, that entertains that spirit, and they become very narcissistic, controlling, um, and they attempt to take over and to run your life. They seek power and authority by connecting themselves with those who have such and then begin to influence and to sway them and use them for their own purposes. I've met a lot of those kind of what I would call Jezebel spirits. One of the things that I noticed uh, through the years is that CK and I started out, we've always been prophets but we very much in the beginning of our ministry had a teaching ministry that leaned to the prophetic and in that teaching ministry the spirit of pharisee of religious control and manipulation we had to deal with and fight against so much more but over the years, as God began to teach and reshape our ministry and bring us to where we are, 
it then began to switch to a prophetic ministry that taught. You understand what I mean? We, we, we yield everything to the Word and the Spirit. The Bible, the Word of God, is the grid whereby we view all things. All right? So we do not interpret the Bible by any spiritual experience. We interpret the experiences by the Bible. But in so doing, the Holy Spirit also has the ability to bring revelation to us and alter our doctrine. The Holy Spirit, you've heard me say time and time again, will never violate the Word of God. But he does not mind violating our doctrine and misinterpretation of the Word of God. And so he will teach us and lead us and guide us and bring us into all truth. Praise God. So Jezebel. Now, those are the things. And so as we got more and more into the releasing of the office of the prophet and prophetic things, Jezebel started raising her ugly head a whole lot more than Pharisee because she feels more comfortable in that arena. That make sense? Okay, passing right through. In 2004, the Lord began dealing with me about what he called the ruling political spirit of Jezebel in America. When you look right now at American politics and sociological issues, on the far left, you'll see Jezebel. In recent years, there has been an uprising of some other spirits too. Jezebel is fighting against some other spirits for the control of America and America's church. She wants to destroy the church. She's not going to allow it. I don't have time to teach on that right now. On the far right, there is what the Lord has been dealing with me and CK for many years on the ruling political spirit of Pharisee. They both are anti-Christ will for America. Jezebel is for complete destruction and the gain of power in America. Destruction of what? Destruction of what God had founded this nation on, but also the destruction of the church. She wants to render it impotent. She wants to castrate it of the life-giving power of the Lord Jesus Christ that flows through it, and she never will. Never has and never will. Even though she has deceived many. Pharisee, on the far right, seeks to be the interpreter of God's will for the rest of the church and America. Just as they did, part of the Sanhedrin Council during the time of Jesus... Laying all of the rules and the regulations. What is supposed to be godly and determined to be ungodly. And she's fighting against the prophetic. 
I said she, he is fighting. There's no gender in the spirit. You know what I'm talking about. Just the term Pharisee was uh, masculine. Um, fighting against the prophetic. You look throughout the course of history, and right now it's still on the scene, is that the main attack in the body of Christ from anything that is unholy, attempting to disempower, is number one, against the glory of God, and number two, against the prophets. Well, that's all thrown in there for free. Catch people up. So when it says, Bell bows down, it's talking about Baalism. Baalism is one of the major spirits that I have seen that has entered America. I do not know exactly when, um, but I would say particularly over the last 100 years. More recently, it has raised its ugly head, like I said, in socialism. Now, this is interesting. There's also a communistic spirit that's there that Jezebel doesn't like. Just hear my words. Ask the Holy Spirit about it. There is infighting going on right now among major demonic entities over control in America. And Jezebel's doing her best to try to use those other demons. I'm talking about spiritual influences. I'm not calling any particular person a demon or anything else, but the spirits behind the scene. This pseudo-administration carries predominantly a Jezebel anointing. She will use the communist and atheist and all the other kind of demonic influences for her advantage. But she has already set herself against allowing them to usurp her throne. And she will fight against them and you'll see a lot of infighting continue on the far left of things, the way it manifests in the natural realm in America. Bell bows down. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me last Thursday, and he took me to that scripture, and he very much was informing me that God was allowing Bell to crumble and fall. Allow is not the best term because that would indicate that just for his advantage at this point. No, he's been against it entirely. But what I mean to say is that at this point, he is very much bringing about that crumbling, that destruction, the Jezebel spirit, the Antichrist spirit in America. I see a vision in the spirit. 
And I see the lion's army. And the lion's army in the armors described in Ephesians, the armor of the day, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, everything there. Holding up the sword of the Spirit. And as they hold up the sword of the Spirit, they shout the decree. And I hear them say, Bell bows down. You have lost, we have won. And as the words come out of their mouths, their swords become alive. And their swords rise up above them. And the host of angels of God come down and grab the swords and carry it forward into the battle. And they touch the idols and they touch the demons with the sword of the Spirit energized by your mouths. And when they touch them, they begin to crumble. And I hear a voice in the Spirit saying, The time is now. It is bigger than anything that you have even thought of. And God will do exceedingly and abundantly above what you could ask or think. Because the power comes from the Holy One. And I see the army rise up straight and proud. And the glory of God is upon each and every one of them. And the glory is brilliant. It starts off with a white fluorescent glow of brilliance. But it's intertwined with the rainbow colors. And the rainbow colors that I see right now are on and close to the bodies of the warriors. And then the further that it gets away, the brighter white it becomes. And the Lord said, I heard the voice of the Lord say, I am clothing you in my glory. And as Adam and Eve were clothed by my glory, 
when they fell, they realized their nakedness was not of cloth. It was of glory. I made skins for them to clothe their bodies, but only until the Holy One came forth. And when the Lord of heaven defeated Satan and was raised to the throne of heaven, the glory was returned. And that glory that is upon the righteous army shall carry them forth to the victory. The victory of not only destroying the gates of Hades that has risen against the church in this day, but also the glory will raise the army to the place of loving surrender to the will of God in their lives. And they shall experience the power of heaven. And I'll heal them when they need it. I'll strengthen them when they need it. I'll prosper them when they need it. I'll carry them forth when they need it. I am there and the glory is upon them. And the glory will cause them to ride in the high places of the earth. And the glory will carry them. It will become the vehicle whereby the Spirit of God transmits them, transfers them, carries them into the place that he has appointed. Because as you're transmitted and taken through heavenly places to the place where you should be, it becomes a blanket of glory around the earth. And from that blanket of glory, I will save those who will hear my voice. I will kiss the souls of those who are lost. And I will raise them up to heavenly places and they themselves shall become part of the army. For you are part of the army. And I will manifest my glory in your life. The voice ended. There's something that I see. I was talking to you earlier about we are the enforcers of heaven 
his will, his authority. And that's all completely true. And I hope everybody heard that message. It's in our hands to enforce what heaven has done. But I saw something just now. And he said, we enforce by the power of the glory and we transmit that glory. It becomes something that grows. Freely we have received, freely we give. Join me in future episodes as I continue to share from my heart and experiences and the Word of God. Subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on Charisma Podcast Network or your favorite podcast platform. I personally like to use Google Podcasts. Stay in the spirit and walk in love.